Sometimes, life is yikes. And that's okay. You're not alone. Welcome, welcome to, to Yikesland. Hi, guys, and welcome to Yikesland episode... 32, guys. Episode 32. I am your host, Chris Fung, along with my co-host... It's Jelani Hoon. And we are bringing you the views from Yikesland. They are dark and tempestuous. Oh, that's a good word. Yeah, <laughs> I took the SAT. Yeah. Um, this is our podcast about mental health and depression and ADHD and OCD and struggling to get out of bed and it's hard to take a shower and Jelani drinks too much coffee no, and, I don't. <laughs> I told you um, and all of the little things that make life difficult, but also worth fighting for. Mm -hmm. um, we would love for you guys to reach out to us on our Twitter or Facebook or find us on Instagram at yikesland underscore podcast. You can also email us at yikesland at gmail.com. Um, you can send us one of those form letters. Do you remember those from the early, I don't not the early days of email, but like the early days of Gmail oh, okay. and back when Gmail and Yahoo mail were still competing when you would get those like, it's like a very, very long form joke. Oh you know? yeah. I yeah. Think so. And then at the end it says, if you don't forward this to 10 people, <laughs> like mails, your yes. mom's going to die. Uh, yeah. So it'd be I, like a hilarious joke, but then like a cruel threat at the yeah, end. See, like nowadays we don't get like emails like that. We get like postings like that, like on yeah. Instagram and Well, Facebook. there's still memes too and that I are like, those. you gotta repost this or you'll, a million bees will die. That's what dislike, we care about. I dislike bees. those. Because like in my mind, I'm like, oh God, I hate these. But at the same time, it's like, why would you put that pressure on me? Why would you? Why would you make me have to repost this or send this to seven friends? Or what if I don't have seven friends? But at least there are <laughs> less typefaces. So like, remember, it used to be that there were like a million different like stuff would be in italics, and then it would also be in green, and mm -hmm. then it would also be in a bigger font. And like, that as well. there was just so much going on like typographically in those emails. At the same time, if, so, if you if you sent me an email and it was like pages long, I would rather skim it. I would probably skim it more than I would actually read through it. But you gotta send it on or else the bees will die. I guess. I, I dislike those. I trash them every time. It's <laughs> like, who's this from? A friend? Well, goodbye. Deleted. I don't know. I, I didn't like those. I, it, it felt like all this pressure and everything like that. I was like, oh, that's too much pressure for me to send it on. <laughs> oh, I would never send them on because it was embarrassing to send them on. But uh, I guess. I think but I miss them in a way. Now I'm nostalgic for them. So anyway, send us one of those oh to our email. But like, but about, but depression themed, you know, <laughs> not to make you put too much work into this. Um, but we would love one of those. Or sure. we would love for you to reach out to us with just a couple of emojis, which is oh. also fine. Some days An we can't email. put that much effort into words. Yeah, that's fine. I love yeah. emoji emails. Just a bunch of emojis. Yeah. Um, so I will start this episode off like we always do. Jelani? Yes? Who are you? <sighs> That's a question that I ask myself every day when I look in the mirror. Okay, how about this one? And it's easier. How are you? <laughs> oh, well, okay. Uh, yeah, I think I can go with that one a little bit easier. Uh, yeah, I've been, I've been doing all right. Um, things have been kind of like on a what did I call it? I called it kind of like a plateau right now yeah. where it's kind of just like, I'm still, I'm skirting along. There hasn't been like 
a high of highs or a low of lows coming my way, but like, you know, I haven't like really moved from where I am, you know, so I feel like things are steady at the moment, you know, um, I talked about last week that um, I'm staying kind of like, I'm, I'm being more active. I'm, I'm doing things. I'm doing walks, uh, doing walks. You know, my walk <laughs> again, <laughs> it feels like every time I tell you about my walks, you're just like, I don't fucking understand. What do you mean? There's walks? a way in which I'll never understand the walk, but I'm glad <laughs> you have them. And I'm sorry for saying doing walks. Cause it kind of makes it sound like you're a dog. And I'm like, Hey buddy, <laughs> hey, buddy do you, you want to do a walk? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I do, I do, I do. Um, yeah, I've been still taking my little solemn walks around. <laughs> uh, listen to my musics. And I'm just, just here to ruin everything <laughs> that was a good mental health tool. Uh, no, yeah, I, I feel like I, I've been okay. You know, I, I haven't had any, like, issues or anything like that. I've been kind of, like I said, trying to stay active. I, I It's really difficult for me to keep up the motivation to do it but like i realized that if i stop it's gonna be very hard for me to get back yeah into it. how so, often do you do the walk i try to go right now uh it's been like every other day right now okay. so like again i can't go every single day because there's some days where i just like i'm not gonna have any time i need to sleep sure. now and yeah. like that's that's what's gonna happen you know so because life is hectic outside when i have a third shift schedule you know along with everything else that goes on so um it's been kind of like every other day if i can sneak it in here and there and i've been kind of trying to like move a little bit more like instead of just like sitting my ass down and just like doing nothing so um it's it's been all right i i feel like things could be better you know things are, are getting there you know so at this moment it's been kind of just moving along steady you know trying to go at a nice pace so um been seeing some friends been hanging out been doing some things so it's just been kind of like yeah everything's kind of positive right now there hasn't been anything crazy negative so that's good i think it's i think it's it's when when we are where we are like i think any moment of like reprieve from like all of that like kind of over negative like outside stressors every now and then i think can do us some good um so i feel like i'm like in that mode where it's like oh past couple weeks had kind of a break from like any outside stresses right now so there hasn't been anything crazy where it's like oh god what am i dealing with right now <laughs> you know so yeah. i think uh i think it's been it's been all right you know i uh seeing some family a little bit here and there i've had some the one negative thing i can say right now is that i feel like um there's been like a weird disconnect between me and like the the a part of my family you know and i feel like it it came down to when um i'm very vocal about everything that i talk about with like you know mental health and how i feel and everything like that and i feel like that there's this weird like wedge between me and like a certain part of my family because i'm very vocal about it i think they've like distanced themselves from me because of it you know what i mean yeah and Feels weird, and I think it might just be in my head because like we almost think it's like oh everyone thinks I'm a piece of shit, they don't want to be around me. But uh, I feel like that it because I'm very vocal about it, and because certain parts of my family are certain parts of my family, um, I feel like they 
distance themselves from me because of that, you know, like, because I'm very vocal about this and, you know, they're stuck in the old ways or in their cultural beliefs of like, oh, we don't talk about that or sure. that doesn't exist or, yeah. you know, get over it, you know, slap a bandaid on it, rub some dirt in it or something like that, you know? And I feel like that, like recently within like past year or something like that, I feel like the wedge has just kind of gotten slightly bigger and bigger, you know? Um, I think I talked about a few weeks ago where I had some family come down from out of the country. You know, they came up from Canada. We had some good times and stuff like that. And then there's the other part of my family who came in, right? But I knew they were in the area, but they never, like, reached out. Sure. But, like, it's been kind of just, like, it's odd. It's odd, you know? And so, I don't know. I feel weird about it. I don't know if, I don't know if you have to deal with anything like that where it's just, like, because you are vocal about this this has distanced yourself from certain people in your life, not just family, but like certain people are just like, Oh, okay. I think, uh, because I've always been like that, uh, it makes me, the concept of it definitely makes me sad, but at the same time, it's maybe kind of, uh, good way that people you know how people like sort themselves in your mm. life like if you're going through a thing and they're not there for you that's kind of how you can tell like who's really there for you and so in a way and I don't want to diminish how that is sad and I wish that it was better and I wish that it, we were all better and I wish that we could all talk about this stuff but in a way it um kind of is like enforcing this distance between you and people who probably wouldn't be good for you at this time given mm. where they are in their own journey of accepting um mental health and stuff like that um within my obviously my immediate family is very supportive um i don't think at this point in my life that i've really lost anybody that i've noticed over this just because after the great depression and during and after the great depression i talked about this kind of stuff so much because because I had to because it was my whole life like mm -hmm. didn't know anything outside some mental health hellscape yikes land type of situation um that I think people who didn't want to hear about it are kind of already gone by now um and and that is sad like that is too bad and I guess I'm sure that there are people where it happened so slowly and also because it happened during the great depression that I didn't really notice that that's kind of why they were leaving. Um, and it, I don't want to say leaving like it was some big dramatic thing, but I'm sure, you know, obviously as you, as time changes, as time goes on and you change and other people change, people will kind of fall in and out of your life. And so I'm sure some of the people that fell maybe out of my life was because I was going through something and wouldn't stop talking about it or didn't speak back to them when they were trying to reach out to me or when they needed me because I couldn't because I didn't have the emotional bandwidth to be there for somebody else while I was going through what I was going through. But I think that stuff has mostly sorted itself out by now mm -hmm. where like the impact of the podcast itself is pretty minimal on like who is and isn't deciding I'm a cool cat. I'm really sorry I said the <laughs> phrase cool cat. I like it. Um, but yeah, and I think that on the flip side, it does draw people um, together in this yikes land community. Um, and I think you and I have both experienced some 
uh, really cool discussions or people that we didn't expect coming out to us and being like, hey, the thing you said really resonated with me. So on the flip side, um, I'm grateful that people have opened up a side of themselves to me um, because I talk about this so much that ordinarily they may not have. Mm. Uh, But it is sad, especially when it's your family, if you're feeling like there's a distance and you're feeling like it's because you're expressing something that one is a really good thing to express, a really healthy thing to express. And two is just a big part of your honest life. You know, like saying I have black hair and people are like, but we don't want to talk about that. (laughs) And it's like, but it's a part of me. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's it's not like I was particularly like very like, oh, this was close family or something like that. But it still was kind of just like, I get this feeling that because I'm dealing with what I'm dealing with, they're just like, oh, that person is, you know, is being, you know, weird or something yeah. like that. Or he's, he's he's talking about stuff we don't talk about or something like that. And, like, let's just distance ourselves type thing. And it was just something that ran through my mind recently. I was like, well, it sucks. But, you know, I know who I'm close with. I know who are, you know, the people I want to surround myself with. You know, um, there's, you know, ideas of, like, not surrounding yourself with like toxic people or things like sure. that so like you know i i don't want to don't want to put too much thought to it but at the same time it's like oh well i guess you know if you guys want to be that way it sucks but you know at the same time like i'm doing okay and i'm okay with talking with what i want to talk about because it is a part of me you know and that's the thing like you know being okay to talk about things that are part of you you know that deal with yourself and especially talk with other people like i talk with you here or I talk with other friends things like that it's all you know it makes it easier because if i hadn't it could have gone a totally different way you know I, if i bottled all of the sin you know you never know where it might have ended up you know yeah and being able to talk about it and finding space like this to talk about it or being open with friends and stuff like that to talk about it has been kind of relieving i guess yeah. weight off the shoulders you know and so like i mean i want to stress to people out there like yeah the biggest step you can do is reach out to somebody because you know you never know you might find it surprising how many people actually want to support you you know because some people may think and especially with us yeah especially because us, the depression monster will totally trick you and be like nobody wants to hear you talk yeah, no you're super you, worthless you know? and it's just the monster trying to make you feel bad and it's not reflective of reality. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I say this a lot, but I think it's my philosophy that because we can talk about it because we're able to talk about it, um, like mentally and emotionally and we're willing to go through, um, risking losing people and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, that because we can, we should. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I, obviously am really proud of you guys for any conversations that you're having that are honest about mental health. And I'm proud to sit here next to you. Um, and (laughs) I'm proud to sit here next to you and, um, have somebody else too that thinks that, Hey, we should, we should talk about this. Everybody should talk about this more. Um, cause I know that not everybody has the, like the space or the opportunity or the safety to talk about this stuff. But because I do, and I have the support system and I have you and I have this space because I can, it is my responsibility to do that. So, yeah, yeah, but I hope that, um, you know, 
I hope that you can take solace in the relationships that talking about mental health stuff does form for you or does strengthen for you. And you always hope that over time people will um, kind of come back, especially when it's family members because I've had um, sort of falling outs with various family members or factions over time. And a lot of times over time too, they'll kind, people will kind of realize this is just how they are. And then they'll chill out like a little, <laughs> like they never chill out fully, but they chill out a little bit, you know, yeah. where they're like, Oh, I guess that person's just wacky like that. Except they don't really say wacky unless they're white people. Hmm. Well, yeah. Well, thanks for hearing me out. Uh, Chris. How are you doing? I am fine. Um, mm, this weekend, mm, mm, I... That's a phrase I don't like to hear. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I mean, because no. usually I say I'm okay, and I feel like that's a that's a really weird thing to say, because, mm. like, fundamentally, I'm not okay. So, like, that one's the real lie, but... Uh, I just mean fine because like I'm I mean it all balances out like you um things have been going like fairly dandy in terms of organization <laughs> okay. and um I mentioned in previous podcasts that I'm doing um another one of those like health challenge things mm-hmm. um drinking a lot of water eating more um my sleep schedule is messed up but it's always going to be that way mm-hmm. um but all of that so like I'm, I'm checking all the boxes with regards to my personal physical and mental health care um doing therapy uh has been real nice i would say um but it's not like obviously so like your therapist or a mental health professional or people who care about you will a lot of times be like, oh, if you are stressed out or if your life feels out of control, uh, like drink water, eat stuff, make sure you sleep well, get sunlight, exercise. Um, and that stuff does help. And sometimes it helps me a lot. And sometimes it doesn't help me that much. Mm. Like sometimes it's sort of not enough. Like I'm still checking all the boxes and maybe things would be worse without it. But it doesn't necessarily – it's not uh, going to solve everything. So I guess that's why I say I'm fine because I'm like I'm doing all this stuff and it feels good. Like it feels fine. I'm glad I'm doing it. But it's not like that's some sort of miracle cure where you're like, and now my mood is perfect because of hydration. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, but therapy is going well. And um, I already have lots of outside of therapy homework, which I forgot about. Um, just like a lot of times your therapist will be like, Oh, do these worksheets. If you're doing like CBT or DBT, Mm -hmm. um, or some like very specific form of therapy, which is not something I'm working on right now. Um, but sometimes it'll just be like, you know, worksheets about your mood or about thinking traps, which we did an episode about in the Mm -hmm. past. Um, or just about, you know, like work through some of your assumptions with this worksheet. Um, and at first it feels a little silly because you're like, why am I doing worksheets? I'm supposed to be a grown up. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's more like uh, for those of us who are maybe more visual learners or like me who sometimes have trouble expressing things if we're not writing it down, said a person with a podcast who wasn't writing anything down. <laughs> um, 
that can just help you sort of set up the framework in your mind that you can then use later without worksheets so that it's not like you're like going through a hard time like in your day and then you're like, can you guys hold on a second? I need to whip out a worksheet real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's more like about learning that framework. Um, for me, I don't have any worksheets right now, but sometimes uh, like my therapist recommended a book that I should read um, just on my own time about some of the stuff that we've been talking about. Um, which I'm not very far into, but, uh, because of my crippling desire to be a good student in all aspects of my life, I'm like, Oh, I have all this homework. I have to do it. I have to do good. Then I have to like come back and talk to my therapist about, look at how I'm doing my homework. So good. (laughs) Cause I will never get over my, uh, need to like have the approval of teacher. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So that's all going well. And then um, I had last weekend, I went to uh, the Bristol Renaissance Fair. Okay. um, And that was fun. Um, And I bought some chain mail. Oh. And I've been waiting to buy chain mail for like three years. So I bought some stuff. Um, I borrowed a friend's belt so I could have some accessories. I don't really dress up usually, but I did like a semi dress up this time. And then I like, borrowed a friend's belt and then bought the chain mail and it kind of tied everything together. And so that was like very fun and satisfying because I don't get, um, I'm a fan of cosplay, but I don't cosplay. Um, and I don't, so you don't really get a chance to dress up in your life other than Halloween. And so that's always fun. Um, lots of stuff to eat there. Uh, it's, to me, I was like, ah, it's the state fair, but old timey. Because as you guys know, I have a weird obsession with state fair now. Um, I did not get to eat any corn, so that was sad because corn is my number one, the number one depression cure. That's the perfect cure, guys. Corn with on the butter cob. and on salt the cob or on off the, the cob. cob. Yeah. If you eat it off the cob, it will do nothing for You're your mental health. <laughs> <laughs> if you eat it off the cob, you are dead to me. <laughs> um and so that was a fun, that was a good, uh, being able to get out of work for a full day and just trust that things would run fine without me. And they did. Um, and, uh, kind of being able to step back mentally and not be thinking about work constantly. Yeah. Um, that was always a good, good exercise for me. Um, so yeah, like things on paper have been definitely going well. Um, and my, mood has been fine and good, like, like largely fine and good, but it's not like I feel elated or something. Mm -hmm. Although that's a funny thing. I think sometimes when we talk about happiness, um, we expect to feel like, uh, like a kid running around on a playground Mm -hmm. all the time in our adult lives. And that's maybe not a reasonable expectation. Um, you know, do you ever think about like, obviously things should make us happy, you know, like you watch a TV show you like, or you eat a meal you really like, or you did something good at work or someone complimented your shoes. And then you feel like a a good feeling, like a high for a second. But I think sometimes when you are sort of down for so long, then you mistake your like contentment or nothing going wrong is like not good enough for you. And you're like, no, I need like the chemical, like I need the natural drugs in my brain of feeling like awesome, like a bunch in order for me to think I'm happy. Mm. Is that a trap that you ever fall into or is that just me? 
I feel <laughs> Yeah, having like what is the word here? Or like having that like rush of like the chemical like endorphins. I don't know if that's the right word I'm looking for here. But like that 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 feeling of just like, yes, I mean feeling the rush of happiness and like that feeling of just like joy and everything like that from like yeah it's i don't think i've i've recently like have had like something like that like really like happen like where it's like oh I'm, i can feel that that rush and that feel of like oh full accomplishment and everything like that it's just it's always kind of just been like oh you know at this moment i feel pretty good or at this moment i feel yeah okay but like i don't know it, it's weird when i think about like that feeling because in present time i can't remember like the last time i've had it but like it feels like this kind of warm rush of feeling that happens where it's like oh the smile comes over your face and it's like oh you know this is good everything's great happiness is happening right now um no i don't think i i can't remember our follow our next podcast is going to be called (laughs) our next podcast when we're cured is going to be called (laughs) happiness is happening right now i don't think so look forward to because that's how that works. Look forward to that, guys. <laughs> Look forward to that if it ever happens. Um, but no, I don't think I've ever had it where where recently. I can't remember. You know, there's no memory of like that that rush of overwhelming joy. You know, um, yeah, I don't remember that one. I, I mean, but a lot of times, like depression or similar feelings will in will literally interfere with your ability to feel that stuff, and that's mm-hmm. why you know you'll see. Um, one of the ways that they're always like trying to check and see if you're depressed is they're like, oh, have you lost interest in stuff that used to make you happy? And so to some extent, (laughs) it can interfere with your ability to feel happy about stuff. But then I think for me, because I'm so used to, um, like I, I was so used to feeling zero happiness that now when I'm in a period where I can feel happiness, I like I falsely expect to have that happiness high mm. all the time. You know, like I'm like, oh, you know what a happy, not depressed person looks like is like they're always like, yeah. And that's not maybe a realistic expectation to have because sometimes you just go to work and you go home and see a friend or family or no one or you text someone or you watch TV and then you – make dinner and then you go to bed and that's fine but for me because i have this like now damaged understanding of what regular life is supposed to look like and how to do that i'm like where is all the happiness drug (laughs) i need it always you know i feel like you know i you know i was racking my brain hard over this because like i was like when was the last time i had like that really like great moments of like Oh yeah, where's the happiness drug or something like that? Um, yeah, I think that they've very few and far between. But like, I think that they've happened recently with me. With yeah, I think it's been like with when I'm in a group of friends, and I think like it's one of those things where we are relating with each other on things, and we're able to just like just talk and be ourselves and just have fun with it. And I think that there have been just moments where those have like given me like yeah those pure just like oh i've got the smile on my face everything's been really happy and everything's going good but at the same time like yeah when i'm doing things like i'm going to work or things like that yeah it's kind of just like this mundane just go to work come back 
maybe get some sleep, maybe not. I don't know. Watch a YouTube video, you know, just zone one. out. Just one YouTube video. I say one and then it turns into a hundred. <laughs> um, fall asleep to them, maybe, I don't know. And then kind of just like repeat, rinse and repeat. And that's kind of just like what it's been. I don't know. For you, you have the, you have the thing where it's like you feel like you need that sense of like work constantly right like you you build you build your your right now everything's built around like oh accomplishing something with work right is that what it, like you've said that before right? yeah absolutely i it's and it doesn't have to be uh my literal job but anything that makes me feel productive mm-hmm. anything that i can check that thing off my to-do list i'm like oh yeah. this means i am worthwhile and i'm working on being like no you're worth is inherent and you deserve to be alive no matter what even if you get nothing done and like it feels good to get stuff done and like yeah by all means get stuff done be productive but it doesn't have to be tied to like my sense of whether i should live or die Mm because that's a real unhealthy like paradigm to be living by um but yeah that's definitely that's a thing that i've so i remember this like i want to put a pin in this because i know you were talking uh the because you have said recently that you're you're branching out and having days where you're like you you don't have work right you you're, you you end up like you you went to the the, the fair right yeah. or the renaissance fair or something sure. like that like do you feel like those days where it's like okay work will be fine without me and i will just go and just do something that is basically doing nothing right does have you feel like those times have like helped recently have those have those days been like Oh, this is me doing nothing, but it's supposed to like you know, you yeah, understand I, what I'm saying? I um I think that I mean I at this stage of where I am, I'm still doing it as almost like an exercise, like a like a test of myself, you mm-hmm. know? So in a way I'm still applying a really unhealthy thing to it where I'm like, Okay, here's your challenge for the day go do fun and see if you can do it without panicking. Mm. And so in a way, there's still that tinge of unhealthiness there, but I'm still doing the thing, you know? And it's like, if um, I I haven't done another 5K in a while and I'd like to do that again, but there are some days that you don't want to run, that you just make yourself run because you're like trying to get better. And then over time, it becomes a little bit more consistently enjoyable where like at first when you're starting to run you're like wow this hurts like this is hard I can't breathe like what's happening humans aren't meant to do this and then you kind of get a little better and you still push yourself but you have sort of a um a stronger mindset or like a something something that is like not a yikes land that you can click into in your head and that doesn't mean that there won't be hard days but there's sort of that brain space set up. And so I'm like still working on, I still don't have the space set up for like, just go do work life balance. Like that would be quote unquote normal and fun. But I'm, I think it's a situation where for me, almost everything is fake it till you make it. Mm -hmm. Like nothing feels organic for me ever. (laughs) And so I'm like, I guess I'll just do this and pretend that it's okay. And then one day you look around and you're like, Oh, yeah, this is okay. You know, we're what we're like over 30 episodes into this podcast and it's still weird to me that I'm on a podcast. It's still weird to me that I can be like, "Hey, people, like go look up my thing and then listen to me talk about a thing 
that's important to me. Yes, I am a real person. Yes, my opinions have value. You know, Mm -hmm. that seems weird to me still. And it might forever. Um, Or even like being in charge of people. I'm like, there are many days where I'm like, but who let me be in charge of anything? Mm -hmm. Or I'll be driving and be like, who let me drive this car <laughs> or like mowing the lawn. And I'm like, when did I learn to mow a lawn? Cause mm. that's not something that's something I learned in my adult life because I didn't have lawns growing up and I'll just like be like, what's happening? Like, so imposter syndrome is something that I will die having. I'll be like 90 and be like, Oh, I'm not 13 anymore. <laughs> this is wild. Like, <laughs> let me have children but i i think uh that fake it till you make it is fine you know there's nothing wrong with fake it till you make it i love fake it till you make it because then like you'll make you'll like it's almost like a, a fun magical thing where you'll make it like you'll be doing stuff and i don't mean make it like oh my god i'm so famous or oh my god i'm so rich but like you're doing a thing and you're really proud of it and you're doing a pretty good job and you're doing your best and you have, and there's like, there's really something to be said for that, but you, you almost don't realize how it happened, you know, and how it happened was it happened over time. It happened by you just getting up and making yourself do the thing, even if it didn't feel real to you. Yeah. Um, and so that is my very long winded answer for why I am trying to fake it till I make it about having fun days. <laughs> <laughs> and like, so like when you're going into your fun days, right? And you're 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 making yourself like have this belief. You're going into it, and you're like, okay, I'm going to have accomplished fun today, right? Um, Does going about it and overthinking it like that, where it's just like I'm gonna accomplish fun as like kind of like a I when you when you said it, like it made me think of like a video game where all of a sudden your journal updates and it's like here's the here's your task. It's like have fun, (laughs) you know, like do you find that. Like, does that aid you in doing it besides just like, nope, go? Um, I think what aids me is, um, especially when it's long days like that, like going to the state fair, going to the Renaissance fair, um, or doing the Dragon Boat Festival, um, it is preparing Mm -hmm. myself for the day like I would prepare myself for a work day Mm -hmm. where I'm like, Okay, skincare. Okay, sunscreen. Okay, eat a meal before you like go out into the sun yeah. and stuff like that. So still being able to do uh, the things that make that sort of soothe my like need to um, perfect the act of being prepared, but also then allow me to chill out once I get there. Because, you know, like – you pack your bag and then that's the bag that you have for the rest of the day. And if you forgot something, well, too bad, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So doing that kind of stuff where I'm still able to do like a morning routine and still able to pack and think about like, what do I need for the day? And like, what do I want to wear and whatever. Giving myself that part of the normalcy is kind of what helps me do the fun thing. And I still feel sort of like panicky about being away for a very codependent relationship with work or even the concept of productivity. Like even when I'm not physically at work, uh, I'll be like, oh, I'm looking forward to going home so that I can mow the lawn so that I can take care of that, Mm -hmm. you know? And like, that's the thing that I'm looking forward to is like just another task. 
Um, but I think that like a lot of this has been in me forever because I was always kind of that very like type, I don't like saying type A, but like I was that very type A type of child. Um, it's always been in me, but it was made much worse after the Great Depression when I felt like I didn't really, uh, like I really got a complex about not being able to work and uh, not being able to be productive or support myself. And because I was simultaneously feeling these feelings of worthlessness that tend to happen when you're depressed um, in conjunction with feeling like, oh no, why can I not work and get stuff done? Why can I not be productive? Why can I not clean the house and do the dishes and do the laundry? That those two things in my brain accidentally melded together. So I was like, okay, now worthfulness means productivity and mm -hmm. worthlessness means you're laying in bed and you're depressed. And I so don't believe that for other people, you know, like if you're like, I couldn't get anything done today, I would never think anything bad about you. I'd be like, oh man, that sucks. Like, that's hard. I hope you feel better tomorrow. But like, if it's me and I'm like, oh, I didn't get enough stuff done today. I'm like, look how terrible you are. Mm -hmm. um, so it's definitely an unhealthy standard and I'm working to like unpack that um, and stuff. But there, I think for me, it's, using my own mental mechanisms uh to trick myself like using using my own mental mechanisms against me is probably the way that i can get there okay do, i mean do you find what was the last time or have you ever done something where it was completely just not thinking about it spontaneous just like blanked out mind just like go have you ever have you done that ever um Sure, prob probably. I mean, not necessarily for like a scheduling thing in the recent future, just because I like have to be at work every day. But sometimes, no, I'll, no, yeah, I totally understand. Like I've had days, um, even in the past couple of years, where if during the day, the time that I can get my work done is flexible, then mm -hmm. I've had like a day where I just like drove to Chicago to go to a store that was far away. Oh. And then I drove back. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think I do have that in me. Um, but at the same time, it's not really – it's not how my life is set up right now. And oh, yeah, it doesn't so. happen very often. It's not like that that thing where you're on summer vacation when you're a child and you're like, you know what I feel like? Going to the zoo today. Mm -hmm. Like I can't – I can't really feel like going to the no, zoo yeah, today. No, yeah, I mean we have but, responsibilities. And but, yeah, like I, ha I still have the thing inside me. I, I thought at first you were going to ask me, have you ever had fun? And I was really going to – have you That's ever? And I was mean. like, what if he says have fun? Um, so like what, what I'm thinking about recently is, uh, or when, when you were talking about your, the need to like, you know, have everything like laid out. Like I have this weird thing where I need to have everything planned, right? Like I have to have a plan. Like if going you're going, like if you were going something, to, or a new like, city you would need yeah, to know where you're going I would, like, like i need ABC to have things planned i need to know i like i mean i like stability but at the same time it's almost as if i'm like a split personality person here where it's like there's jelani that like i need to have a plan if i show up late to something i'm gonna be pissed because i don't like that right i need to be like if i gotta be here this time i'm gonna be here this time sure. it might be earlier you know like plan it out like this so i'm gonna do it but then there's also the jelani that completely walks around town with with music playing and like looks at the clouds and like i'm blinked out right now and 
I'm not thinking about things. And I, I feel like that's a very weird contrast with me because I can totally be fine with not accomplishing anything in a day, right? Like if I blew the entire day away, I could be fine with that, kind of. Like, I, I mean, I would still kind of beat myself up a little bit about it. I was like, oh, shit, you should have got a lot more done today. But at the same time, I'm like, but you did just end up just kind of enjoying life, I guess. Or just kind of just like, I just spent the entire day not doing anything. And that's okay, I guess. But then there's also those moments where it's like, oh, I don't know. Uh, what's, a, what's a good example? Oh, uh, seeing a movie, right? There are people who are just like, ah, oh, don't worry about it. We'll get there when we get there. And like, oh, don't worry about like, maybe we'll get there a couple minutes late. We'll, we'll miss a couple trailers. Or it's like, no, no I, for me, it's like, no, if I'm going to plan to see a movie, I need to like, I need to get there early. I need to get my popcorn. I need to get my drink. I need to get to my seat, even though I have it reserved. I need to make sure that my seat's okay. I need to see the trailers. I need to see the opening of everything. You know, it, it's kind of just like the thing where it's, I need to have things like laid out. Like if I plan for like, uh, if I was planning a dinner party with friends or something like that, I knew things that was like, what am I having for the menu? What are we going to do? What time is it happening? What, what, you know, like I need to plan yeah. everything out. Like at the same time, it's like, I'm, I'm like very manic about like, okay, getting, getting things planned out, getting everything set up and get everything's like accomplished at the same time when I have something I need to do. But then there's moments where, yeah, I will totally just blank myself out. And I feel like July number two takes over and, <laughs> I don't care if I accomplish anything. I don't care if that's that's happening right now. I'm just going but is, to. Is some of that maybe a reaction to the really strong rules and regulations in your brain that Jelani number one is enforcing? I don't know. Because there's always kind of going to be like a pushback in your in your brain. I think. And I think for me, being so defensive of other people's right to be not like me or to be. Uh, to like have had trouble getting out of bed or to have not done the dishes that day. My really strong defense of other people where I'm like, it's okay. Other people is, I mean, that's good. Like that's nice because obviously like why judge other people for what they like could and couldn't get done in that day if they were doing their best. Like that's great. But I think like how vehemently I feel protective of those people is partly a reaction against how cruelly I am judging myself. And so is it possible that the second Jelani is partly just like trying to break free of the first Jelani? Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> what a mystery my mind is. <laughs> yeah. Cause I feel like when I hear, like when I hear you describe, right. The way you, you do, you handle everything recently. It's like, it's one side or the other, right? It's there. There are people who will, go through and need everything to be I need everything accomplished. I need to have like a sense of like, you know, all this like laid out. I need to have like that sense of accomplishment. I need to be doing something, right? And then there's people who's like, I don't care if I do anything on the other end of the spectrum. And I don't find myself kind of in the middle of any of those two. I feel like I'm on both ends. Where it's like on one side I'll be heavily on one side where it's like, no, everything needs to be planned out. I need to have everything all slayed out. I need to have everything planned out. I need to stuff my bag with everything I could possibly need and then take that bag with me that day. And if I forget something, I'm going to be livid about my life 
ending, you know, because I forgot one thing. Yeah. And so, and then there's the other end where it's like, nope, I'm going to walk and look at the clouds and watch the sunrise and just have fun. But at the same time, don't care if I accomplish something. And I feel it's a weird, I don't know if that's odd. I feel like that's odd. And maybe it's just my brain thinking it was like, I it find it odd that I'm not just on one side or the other or perfectly in the middle where it's like, oh, I'll have a plan, but like, we'll kind of just like coast through and see where it goes, right? Like, I wish I could be that balanced, but at the same time, it's yeah, like, is there... I feel like I'm on one side or the other, depending on my mood. Yeah, but if both of those kind of setups exist in your brain, then there might be a way to somehow do a fake it till you make it about being a medium amount of chill, you know? Like, I guess if you sort of, I mean, if that's important to you, you can sort of like pretend to play a character version of yourself Mm -hmm. who's still you, like who still adheres to your values, but like who is just a medium amount of chill and then like see if that. (laughs) Because I feel like I'm all chill or no chill. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing is like, I, I kind of wish I was balanced more. Yeah. You know, it's like the yin and yang thing where it's like, there's the, this light and dark side. I feel like I'm, there's chill side and not chill side. And like, I feel like they're, they're like, I'm swinging back and forth. I'm seesawing back and forth between the two. You know, I feel like, no, I I should accomplish something. I need to accomplish it. I really need to accomplish. And then it goes back and it's like seesaws back. It's like, no, bro, just chill. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I think there are a lot of people that are one or the other mostly about most things. But I think the fact that you're able to do both means that you should theoretically also be able to figure out how to balance a middle chill Jelani if you want to. That is just. What does that mean? I don't. What does that even look I like? mean, I think I think that's the thing. I think that's the thing is that you've got to trick yourself into imagining, like, and it might help to write this down. But. Write down what medium chill Jelani would look like in various situations. And then when the situations come up, act them out. Like, fake it. Like, pretend that you are medium chill. MC Jelani for short. <laughs> <laughs> MC Jelani. And, medium chill Jelani. Yeah, pretend that you are MC Jelani. And then once you've done it enough times, like, it could become... They think there's a lot of stuff that, like... um we that that is who we are at our core you know there is stuff that you shouldn't try to change about yourself because like you're great the way you are but then there are some things that are maybe um like they were maybe functional at one point but they're no longer functional anymore or they're just they're just not how you want to be because it either is hurting you or is holding you back or just the other way of being might be a little bit better for you and so, like, I think there's a lot of stuff where it is fine to, like, want to change that about yourself or to, like, fake it till you make it about certain aspects of your personality that uh, that, that that's okay, you know? Because mm-hmm. a lot of people will say, don't change, like, you shouldn't have to change yourself at all. And it's like, I don't know, like, it's okay to change yourself if you if you want to, as long as your desire to change yourself isn't coming from something that's unhealthy or from, like, me pressuring you to be MC Jelani or something like that. Yeah. But that's a lot of how I got through. I had um, a lot of signs, like real obvious signs. And I've talked about this in previous podcasts, especially in the beginning. Real obvious, like classic check the box signs of OCD when I was a child. Um, And I had a friend who was the same way 
Um, but I kind of saw her pushing her feelings, um, onto other people where she would be like, because I feel like it has to be this way because it makes me feel better for, uh, everything to be set up this way. You have to do it that way too. And I saw that and they didn't like it because I was like, okay, whatever's going on in my head, this is like a me thing. Mm -hmm. Like not everybody feels like everything has to be exactly set up this way or the pencils have to be this amount of sharp or else I'm going to throw them away or whatever. I was like, this is obviously a me problem. I was like, I really don't want to push that onto other people. So I would fake being chill about stuff and be like, especially in like, you had a lot of group projects when you're a child and I'm in a group project situation, somebody would do something and I'd be like, oh, I think I could do that better or I think I could do it differently and I wish it wasn't set up that way. And I would just be like, nope, you got to pretend and you got to tell the other person, yeah, that's great. Like, I like it because it's a group project. So everyone should have their own input. But also because I was like, man, I'm not sure that even though I feel like this exact way of doing things is the right way, I'm not sure that I'm actually right. I think that might just be rules that I came up with in my head. So I think that there is definitely a way to like pretend to be certain aspects of your personality pretend to be more chill until you become more chill. Hmm. And that's not to say that everything about your anxiety or your depression or um, stuff that triggers you is like, just pretend it's not there and then it'll go away. You know, that's definitely not what I mean at hmm. all. But I think with some stuff, if you just act out MC Jelani, like maybe you'll never get there, but you will probably move towards him. I... <laughs> I'm sorry when you said that it, it made me think of like moving he's like he's uh, MC Jelani is just like come to me brother <laughs> I'm like okay just you like embrace him and <laughs> embrace you're like him. it feels so good to be I'm valid I, I didn't mean to like I didn't mean to end <laughs> off in a weird like chuckle no but yeah I, I guess I just call me right now the Jelani the imbalanced one right now and then soon maybe one day I'll be balanced but it's, it's I don't know I just no, no. It made me start thinking about like, hmm, am I weird? Am I weird because I'm I'm on no. both sides of the spectrum? Because I feel like it's usually it's like someone's on one side, someone's on the other. There are people who are very balanced between the two, but then like for me, I was like, ah, how am I? How am I able to like kind of one moment be this way, one moment be the other way? And it's I don't know. It's weird because there will be moments where I'm like super hyper motivated about something, and I'll throw everything into it. And there's another, the next moment's like, nah, bro, just whatever. Just let's chill out. No, you know, let's just lay down and watch YouTube videos for the next 12 hours, you know, and see where it goes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Odd. Weird. Mm. <laughs> Our brains, they're a mystery. It's a yikes well, land. Brains, brains are a mystery here in yikes land. But, uh, you know, we want you guys, we want you guys to let you know that we appreciate you guys being here in yikes land with us. This kind of podcast where it's kind of just open forum for us to just sometimes just talk to each other sometimes just have fun releasing the words that make up i don't know i was gonna i was going with it with a phrase and it didn't work out i didn't i didn't, I didn't catch it in time but like you know we appreciate you guys being here in this this weird land of yikes land where we kind of feel and relate with each other with our own mental health and try and recover from things that we're doing and trying to get to a point where we are stable and kind of okay with you know ourselves and that's what we want we want you guys here every tuesday with us 
because of that. We want you not just to you know listen to the podcast, but we want you guys here every Tuesday being in the world with us because not having you here in the world with us would make the world less, and we don't want that. So, I mean, we appreciate you guys being here. Um, I appreciate you being here, Chris. Thank you so much for, you know, always being here and talking with us for the past 30-something episodes. It's been awesome. So I hope we have plenty more going forward. And so it's been great. Thank you. Yeah, catch us next uh, next week where MC Jelani will be dropping ba, 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 ba. beats. <laughs> wiggity, wiggity, what? What, what, what? Um, <laughs> but uh, I appreciate you guys listening. Um, I think if you guys have any thoughts on the ways that you have either learned to chill out or the opposite, if you started super chill and then you were like, I got to take more stuff seriously. I would definitely love to hear those from you guys. Um, maybe if you think my MC Jelani theory is nonsense, go ahead and let me know. But uh, otherwise, if you think it sounds interesting, I encourage you to try it. I love fake it till you make it. Um, I think that's a really good strategy out here in Yikes Land. So um, as long as you're not denying your real feelings or like suppressing them, um, I think that you can harness fake it till you make it as something that if you're doing it consciously, like you know you're you're faking it, um, then I think that can be really a powerful way to be uh, still able to accomplish things that are important to you, even if you're going to have that self-doubt. Because sometimes, and especially if you are living in yikes land, uh, you're not necessarily going to be able to eradicate all your self-doubt. And sometimes instead of blaming yourself for the self-doubt and being like, how do I get rid of all self-doubt? Um, you can still get stuff done while you're working on that on the side. Um, so I I hope that, Jelani, for you, you can walk towards <laughs> walk towards MC Jelani. Give him a big old hug. Um, <laughs> and uh, I hope that whatever goals you guys have for yourself this week, you can walk towards them as well. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, thank you guys so much for joining us here. Uh, keep on lookout for uh, any updates on Yikes and stuff. Uh, we probably, I do want to apologize for the big hiccup we had uh, recently. There was some technical issues, but we hope to get better on that, and we will keep you guys updated on all information on Yikes Land. Uh, just keep a lock to everything that is Yikes Land. And this has been your host Jelani, the unbalanced one, Hoon, and my co-host <laughs> Chris. I don't have a middle name, Fung. All right. I do have a middle name. Thanks for being here, guys. Thank you so much, and we'll catch you guys next week. You are not alone. Help is available at the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255.